Hello, everybody. Man, this is a great day. Hi, Adrian. Hello, Dad. What are you doing? I am looking very short on this particular camera. You <laughs> are very short on every command. So now, usually now. He, he's like Tom Cruise. He's all, yeah, he, has, he sits on boxes and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. But he may be as tall, but he can never be as wide. Our faces will never be as wide. Oh, man, is it good to be here. We have got a great show for you today. And good golly, what we've got coming up for you is unbelievable. Dr. Ben Hardy coming up. This guy is a beast. He wrote Who Not How, Who Not How with Dan Sorensen. If you guys haven't read that book, you have to go buy it. It will blow your mind. We've got Mark Victor Hansen. We've got Kim Kiyosaki. We've got Ivan Meisner. I mean, the list is going on, but none of those people are close to as good as our guest today. He's the turning point <laughs> in our good luck. Yeah, he this is, is it. We are spinning our show uh, around you. That's that simple because you're that important to us. You were on here once before. Adrian was telling me all the stories that you told. Adrian went back and listened to the previous show again. All your stories of just your experience of being Hagrid. If the Hagrid, you, do you, have you read Harry Potter yet? No. Okay, Hagrid's this gigantic guy among little people. And that's how you were in Asia. And you told all those stories about being like 11 feet tall and all that stuff. So that's what that was all about. But please uh -huh. hear. Yeah, so that was a pretty terrible joke, but it wasn't even a joke. It was just bad. <laughs> whatever it was, it was bad. He was a giant. I was a giant in Russia. So I know what that feels like. So tell us a story, Jeff. How are you, man? Doing great. Yeah. You know, it's you know, just raising kids and, you know, doing, doing what we all do in network marketing. And that, and that's great because we got Zoom and other tools that we've used during this pandemic to stay in touch. And it's been very helpful, but yeah, I've been not, not as much traveling. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, but, but again, you know, getting ready to start traveling soon next year. Are you in your house? Yeah. What on earth? I know. I want to go. I, how, I, I'm how? still, all of this is about trying to get an invitation to Jeff's house, which has yet to happen, Jeff, but we're working on it. How big is that? <laughs> how, how, how high is that ceiling behind you? Oh, gosh. Uh, I, uh, I don't, I'm not sure. It's uh, hmm, maybe 25 feet or more. I don't know. Did you buy that house or build it? Well, okay. So we bought, uh, we paid for uh, an original house, bought original house. And, and it was like 4,500 square feet. And then we added 6,500 square feet onto it, which is this side. This is the third floor, the top floor. So there's two floors below. And so the middle floor is guest rooms, <clears throat> a lounge, a theater. And then below that is uh, a gym. Wow. So, yeah, and then we got like five thousand square feet of decking around the house. It's like the it's like a retreat center all all into itself, huh? Well, you know, hey, when I moved here, I said I'll be raising kids till I drop, so I might as well go out big, right? So <laughs> that's exactly right. And basically, what you built is what I built in Colorado, which was a grandchild trap. Yeah, I've been I've been married fourteen times, so I've got ex wives and kids and grandkids everywhere and it turns into a huge competition for the attention of the grandkids so that's what i did so that's the same thing oh you know so that's right so my sons that you know my youngest son he, he has all his friends come over here at least i see what's going on you know yeah that's yeah. it well you keep your enemies right in front of you that a baby so here's the deal that's right <laughs> So what's going on with network marketing these days? You're doing Zooms, you're working, you're training like crazy. Everybody loves you. And you uh, work your fingers to the bone, making sure that people remember you and you stay active, don't you? You know, it, it, you know how it is. Uh, yeah. So there's times you give more and there's times that you say, hey, I want to do other things. That, that's why we got into network marketing, right? Mm -hmm. To do, do, do things we're passionate about, the things we love to do. But yeah, so I mean, um, back in this this summer, for example, the company that I've been with for 22 years, all of a sudden they created a new top rank position in the comp plan. I'm like, what? You know, like as if the top position we had before wasn't hard enough. 
Like very yeah. few people ever qualify at that rank every month anyway. So what, you know, but that's okay. So I, you know, I, I asked myself the question that I've always been lecturing my leaders and other people on my friends and other companies. If you're not at a rank position that you want to be, it's only because you haven't made your mind up to do it yet. Yep. That's it. So I, so I said, okay. So looking in the mirror, say, okay, dummy, you know, if you're not at a right position where you want to be, it's only because you haven't made your mind up to do it yet. They created it. It doesn't matter whether you like it or not. So just go ahead and break it and get done with it. And so, uh, and of course there, you know, I know, what, you know, a lot of people in the company that look at me say, well, he's 65, going on 66. I don't really know. Has he still got a fight left in him? Anyway, and, and, and so I was the first one to do it. There were some other, you know, leaders that have a lot of, you know, uh, piss and vinegar in them. But, uh, but anyway, but I was the first one to do it. And the, and another guy in my downline, he knew what, what, I, what I was doing. So he, cause you know, he was checking in on, or checking up on me. And then he said, okay, he, he can't do it alone. I got to be there. I got, you know, I got to be. <laughs> so he yeah. came in like 12 hours after I did. So, uh, or even breaking ranks. So, so the thing was, uh, yeah, and it, it was, it was, uh, interesting, uh, inter cause you know, generational plans, you know how it is. So, so, you know, going, uh, you know, just, you know, six generations down and then you have to create another generation of 27 leaders going across that each have 20,000 points in their group volume. Each of them, all 20, you have to have 20,000 in their group volume, create a duplicate, a whole new generation of that. And it was like, Wow, that that's just a different, a different definition of insanity. Anyway, so I, 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 let's can we dig in on that? I, that's such a that's a great little window. Can we go a little deeper on that, Jeff? Yeah. So when did yeah, they announce you know, you the new? When did they announce this new rank? Companies will will set compensation plans where it's where it's I guess easy or you know you can't you know and then there's the kind of compensation plans. Companies will set up that, you know, they'll say, we want one that people perform. And if yeah. they perform, then we're really going to, you know, and, you know, give them a big bonus for that, which is fine. And that's fair. So, yeah. and, and you had to really, you had to really roll up your sleeves though. You had to go back to work bigger than, uh, yeah, you know, right. So that's right. And so every day, every, you know, it's like morning doing zooms. And uh, so uh, it's, first of all, first of all, it's getting leaders together uh, and different leaders who have different teams and saying, okay, do you want to run? Do you want to become more, do more, get more, have more? Do you want to do that? And if the answer is yes, then half the battle is won. Yeah. Because if the willingness is there, then that's it. The how-tos don't matter. Right, Tom? We, we were talking exactly. a long time ago. And so, so, um, so then once they agree, then it's a matter of getting their team on going to the next rank do you want to go for it same questions be more have more do more uh and they say yes great then we get their leaders on go one more generation down right and then do that in individual legs several different legs but um but anyway and then that's it and then then sitting down with them and and then looking at uh their structure to see what's possible you know and so in doing that then you know, because you can't live in fantasy, right? You got to look at what's probable, what's what's achievable, right? And and so we, I want somebody to do something that they can do, not something they can't do. And so uh, so anyway, but um, so that was the thing um, about it. Um, one second, somebody needs to ask me something. You're That's right. exciting. So here's the deal about this: the guy. Okay, I'm back. To that was one second. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> <clears throat> Normally one second with us is a long time. So, but you put your spikes on and got back on the field and you had to recruit and you had to empower, you had to motivate, you had to train the whole tamale and it made you better through the pandemic, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And, and so, and back to that. So what, a, what my day consisted of is, uh, you know, sometimes we're doing presentation calls, um, um, and then sometimes it's getting the team on and then going over rank reports. Okay. Let's look at what you did last month. What does that tell us about this month? Okay. Let's look at, all right, now, who do you have here? 
what, what, you know, what is this person doing? What is that person doing? When was the last time you called your 20 uh, customers? You know, it was, or when was the last time that you called th this leader, that leader, this leader? You know, and a lot of them aren't. So I said, okay, we need to get them on a call now. I mean, like yesterday, but today's okay. So, <laughs> you know, it was like that. And it was staying on top of it. And then one thing too is I said, now I want you to get rid of certain words. I don't want to hear, I hope, I'll try. I don't want that in your vocabulary. That's very disturbing to me, okay? <laughs> I'll go back to the karate kid, Miyagi, what he told the boy. When the boy, you know, says, he said, try. He said, there is no try. There is no try. There's only do, you know, and that's what I told yeah. you. You know, the only excuse I accept is death in the immediate body. Wow. <laughs> if you die, I forgive you and I'll miss you and I love you. Okay. But that's the only excuse for you not achieving your goal. And so we, you know, and it was that kind of thing. Everything's done in love. It's not bossy or anything like that because we're all friends and all that. But I'm saying, come on, just don't give me your excuse, okay? If you're looking for an excuse, quit now. If it, but if you really want to go and you want to be bigger and greater and really do it, then, hey, man, I'm going to be in that fight with you. So let's just do it. And so we went insane and just lost our, that's why I told the leaders, let's just go crazy for 30 days, okay? We're going to go crazy for 30 days. So morning, you know, afternoon, night, it was like that every day, every day. And, um, and that was, as a matter of fact, I remember when I talked to the president and CEO of the company, um, he says, you know, he says, so you're going to go for it. Yeah. You know, one of, all the other executives were saying no one will ever achieve that rank position. That's years away. You know, no one's going to do it, you know, and that really pisses me off when I hear that. But anyway, <laughs> so you wrote me off that fast, did you? Uh, anyway, so when I talked to the president and CEO, I said, I, I have two fears. Uh, he says, what is it? Uh, one is that I'll fail. And he said, what, what's your other fear? That I'll achieve it. And he wow. said, that, that's a fear? I said, yeah, because I'm afraid I'll do it alone. And there won't be anything else. And I don't want that. So, wow. Did you make a lot of money then when, when you got it? Oh, yeah, it was a it was a hundred thousand dollar bonus for hitting that rank. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was awesome. All right. Yeah. We're gonna we're on the Genesis Communication Network. Okay. Thank you, Ted Anderson. We are gonna put a big pivot on this show in the next couple of weeks. You guys are gonna not even recognize it or us for the better, and it's gonna blow your mind. And the guest list is of the caliber of Jeff and you are going to go crazy. So we're coming back right after this on the network marketing and leadership show with Tom and Adrian. All right. All right. This is awesome. Yeah, Jeff, we love you. This is the commercial now. So this is like fun time. So we can say hi to Ron Henley and obviously Yvette Godreau. Oh. Do you know her? Who? Yvette Godreau Couture. She's got a cool name. She's on the show. She's watching. David oh, Robertson. Great. Unbelievable. Good Lee people. Denise Chenault. Oh, we got the wife. The wife's here just making sure we're working, Adrian. Oh, that's man. Good, man. We got to watch what we say. We can't talk about her anymore. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> so, wait a second. What? How about the guests I pulled in over the week? That was pretty cool. You know, he said, we're going to pivot the show. He said, I want to elevate it. He said, so we got you. And then we just went way up the ladder of really, really top flight shows. And they're all going, can you get these people? And because of contact mapping, it took 24 hours to bring Ivan Meisner, who was at Richard Branson's Necker Island when he responded back. He'll be on. Kim Kiyosaki. She'll be on. Mark Victor Hansen. Dr. Ben Hardy from Who Not How. And the list goes on. So here's the deal. I've got an opening and I want to get this guy named John Rulin, who just gave that unbelievable gift to Gary Vanercheck. Cause I know that if I get Rulin, we're going to get Vanercheck. So we're just going to play the old pickle game. With him. Yeah. So you, you guys, if you're not using your connections by loving them, remember, 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 ask you are out of your mind. Cause if I can do it, you can do it. Right. Paco. Yeah, that's totally true. I, so watch this, Jeff, if you were working really hard, you told me Meisner's at Necker. 
Yeah. If you were much of a contact mapper, you'd have Branson booked by now. I just want. Oh to- no! I forgot about him. I wanted my, and the reason why is because a good friend of mine doesn't like Richard Branson that well. So I would have a problem because I don't want to alienate that good friend of mine because of that. And number two, this whole Jordan Adler BNI world that Ivan Meisner has created is literally more important to me for this show than Richard Branson. He's the best. Yeah, thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> Good call. So, all right, you guys. So since we're down this vein, I want you to tell the story of Fraser Brooks because that was, uh, that all of those flabbergasted me. But this one was the speed and the size of the stage were just pretty special. Well, we got to be on Fraser Brooks's deal a couple of days ago, and it's gigantic. I don't know if you know how big Fraser Brooks is, but just being around him is a force of nature. And uh, I didn't know he was doing his success summit three. And all of a sudden, Adrian goes, I just found out. Anyway, he told me about it. I said, really? What's going on with that? And he said, well, he's doing it. I said, when? And he told me the date. And I said, well, geez, we got to get on there. He said, he, I could feel him rolling his eyes. And I shot a note over to Frazier Brooks instantly. And I said, how do we get on this? We want to be a participant in this thing. And first I ask about his dad, Simon. Then I ask about his mom, Julie. Then I ask about his wife, Svaltana. Then I ask about his brother, Corbin. Then I ask about that mutt. How could he tell me no? And he immediately, I ask about all that. And then remember, 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 ask. Hey, we want to be on. And he said, you're in. It was awesome. Is that the story? That's the perfect story. And here, here's the not thing. a trick. Love. Yeah. It, it it was all of those loving touches and all of those staying in touch and staying in front of these people and loving on them is not premeditating, waiting for the opportunity to ask. But if you do those things, when an ask comes along, it's so easy. And that's what he does so well. And so go to contactmapping.com slash app. And we're going to talk to Jeff about how he does that on the other side. So once again. And we're back. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We are with the one and only Adrian Chenault. And you love this guy. I do. He's the best, man. He's so fun. He was my he was my first book interview ever at Rank Makers Live. We hung out and we did this video together about his. We'll talk more about the book in a minute. The book is tremendous. What's it's, the name of it? I. Uh, the peak was it reaching the peak reaching the peak wow boom i remember when you did yeah. that and you were so nervous i was, it was i awesome. know it because you thought Michelle hanging out with i me. know it, so it. Cool. it was so exciting that was a lot right. of fun look forward to doing that again yeah yeah man we gotta we gotta get together in person this year so jeff this is the shortest segment so i want to stay down the the track of of going after this rank because i think there's some really good leadership lessons in there and so couple of things that you said that I, I just want to pull on. One is I, I loved how you talked about like really going to work on the numbers and on the hierarchies and like, hey, like let's sit down and let's look at your book of who's in your business already and digging into that. And so what what are some things that showed up as you did that that would be maybe applicable for those of us who are listening and watching today about like how do you really dig into where there might be kind of hidden treasure inside your organization already. Yeah. So, so we call that tap rooting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, matter of fact, I, I I guess it was, uh, it was at an event. I was, uh, the one in Texas, what is that? A&MP? A&MP. A&MP. And, and one of the speakers mentioned she was talking about tap running she's explaining it and i said i that's what i've been doing for years i just didn't know it was called tap rooting (laughs) yeah yeah but uh yeah so and it's just a matter of just working down in your legs see when i started 22 years ago i spent uh i guess my first two years i enrolled 72 people and for the next 15 years um, I didn't really enroll anyone. Matter of fact, when I had lunch with Ray Higno, I was getting to know him. He thought I was like an Angel Fletcher, you know, sponsor monster and all that. You know, you know, even when I sleep, I'll enroll a hundred people. Yep. Uh, and he asked me, he said, "Well, how many people do you enroll every month?" And I said, "What?" He said, "How many people do you enroll every month?" Uh, Ray, I don't do that. And he said, "What?" I said, "I haven't done it for." 
I think at that time that in the conversation, I said 13 years or 12 years it was. Yeah, 12 years. I haven't rolled anybody in 12 years, right? He said, really? I said, no, you got to understand. I taproot. I work through my leaders to find my leaders. So I recruit, but I recruit with those people who need help. And that's what I do. And then I help them rank up. And when I do that, I build very, very strong legs. Because when I go down, a lot of fire, and then everybody above that is scrambling to figure out how to get paid on it. And then all these levels and generations where your volume was very shallow, all of a sudden it's filled up. It's you got a lot of volume on those levels. And that is that's such a, yeah, that's extremely valid. And if you ever want anybody wants to read a book that really will lay out tap rooting. Robert Crisp, Bob Crisp, all of us know who he is, had 460,000 people underneath him at Amway, and he was the king of taprooting, and he wrote a book called Feeding a Giant. And if you ever want to buy a book that will explain taprooting and explain to Jeff exactly why he's so doggone successful, he did it intuitively, but there is a science behind it that's unbelievable, yeah. and that's really cool that you were smart enough to figure that out. Most people are. Well, and, and you're right a lot. And that's, and I think Tom, that there are, I guess, you know, people, a lot of people network marketing are that way, you know, but I, I did do it intuitively. So um, the only thing about it is it's important to teach it, isn't it? So that's the thing. And so that wasn't really my strength though. That's what I would tell them what to do, you know, um, but, um, but that's what I did. And so when, uh, just this last summer, uh, when I, uh, went to that new rank position they created, for example, that was the one thing I did. I had people just certain leaders. I'd say, give me your best. Let, you know, I'd, I'd say, okay, looking at this report, can you get so-and-so on this call? And, and was it, I was working with one woman in India, tell you a quick story and she doesn't speak English. So she uses her daughter. She speaks Naga. So there, that's up in the Northeast. That's a whole different type of India. And they're up right around, uh, oh, oh, wow. That's, it's, it's just, I've been there once. It's very cold. Anyway, up in the mountains there. And, uh, and so anyway, so she speaks Naga. So I, I would just get that woman on a Zoom and we would talk and I would say, do, would, do you want to become more, do more, be more? Do you want that? And she said, yes, I want that. And, and so, so then we set the goal for her. I hate to do this to you. I have got to interrupt you. These are hard breaks. So we're going to take a quick break oh, on the network different. marketing. You're good on the network marketing leadership show. We're coming back right after that. And we're going to talk about the lady that speaks Naga. That's going to be exciting. So everybody hold that thought. We're coming right back. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Jeff. That is like the, this segment is brutal. Cause it's like, we always kind of like just get going as it comes to break. So we'll come back to that. Okay. That's sorry. okay. <laughs> no, those people over there, they're right close to the Nepal and the mountains. And I got a second visa. You have to get a second visa to go out there. Goodness. India requires it. You know, they want to know why you're going. <laughs> there you go. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, Hey, so I, so Talk about what, because we're going to focus kind of contact mapping here for a minute on the break. So okay. you you have been wildly successful in your company over 22 years through really building super strong, solid, lasting relationships that have turned right. into these really strong legs. Right. What does it look like? What has been your secret to building such powerful bonds with people that last all these years? You know, it's just that when you, when you, when when I'm with them, I'm with them, and uh, and and I make them feel special. It's what I learned in the book: how to win friends and influence people. Dale Carnegie, right? That's the Bible of network marketing, and so that's all I did was apply that book. But you know, in the pandemic, it's just you know engaging with them and their, I guess there's you know Facebook or or Instagram posts and talking to them on Zoom. Things like that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'll, I'll be doing that tomorrow. I've got several Zoom calls lined up tomorrow with some of the leaders in India and the Philippines, different countries. And uh, that's it. It's just going to get together and you just make them, you know, feel good. And they just love it when they just the fact that you show up. You know what I mean? So do I. 
Yeah, good. Wish somebody would call me once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't hear from my upline ever. Even when I hit that new rank position, I didn't have one person in my upline congratulate me. Is that? And, but here's what's so crazy. Multi-million dollar earner, and you noticed. I, I swear, I am such an egomaniac. I don't really even notice people cheering for me as much as I pay attention to the ones that don't. So I don't know what that is. And I always try to cheer for the competition for that reason, because I just notice it. I'm like so insecure or something. It's unbelievable, Adrian. So do you have uh, uh, it's, it's that's human nature, though, too. All right, cool. Yeah, no, it's it's true. But I, I love what you said. And, you know, you you got you know i think the other piece of that is you got clear who you know who runs your business you got clear who is actually what you know who are the people that make your organization run or if you're earlier on in your network marketing career and you don't have it to that level that jeff's at yet you know you're you're looking for those people where it's like who can i invest in and we can really go and do this thing together and you're not you know the beautiful part of you not in you know, enrolling anybody for 13 or 15 years is that you're not always off chasing shiny and forgetting about the people that are actually making things happen right. in your organization. And that's a big, no, it's just, Hey, it's just <laughs> taking care of your shop, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly right. And there's there, you know, that's that I, I think that's been a, a huge secret of your success in network marketing as well, that you have been really steadfast in loving on and staying in front of your leaders and uh, Tom, is most of your downline in the U.S.? Yeah. So here's what I know for a fact. If I have got the BLTSs with people, like a BLT sandwich where they know they belong in my tribe, where they know I love them, they know they can trust me and they're safe with me, they'll do anything with me and for me. If they don't have all four of them, they're just phoning it in. So the second I sense behind their eyes or behind their voice that there's a disconnect, I go find that. Because I need them more than they need me. And they right. need to understand that. Because right. this whole supposed big success thing that we have both been afflicted with, people get to thinking that we don't need them. And they can't think that. We need them more than anything for a lot of reasons. And they need, you know, I tell people just, I want to be the upline I never had. And that's, I can tell that's you too. And all of you watching, just be that upline you wish your upline was. What's that look like to you? And go be that and you will win, right? That's right. Are you going to take us back, baby? Yeah, let's go back. I thought you were talking. To him. I thought I thought the right was directed towards him. But yes, so that that is the name of the game. And I I want you to experience that. And so go to contactmapping.com slash app. Check out what we got going on. And uh, I'm excited to share with you. So, all right. All right. And we're back. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. We've got my little boy, Adrian Chenault, <laughs> and we've got Jeff Altgebers. Is that how you say it? Altgilbers. Gilbers. Is it? it. Al I didn't want to say it because I knew I was sure. going to mess it up. Steve Samahill. Woo! All right. So that's, a, that's a very old name from the past that was on that's the radio with us. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, make a long story short, everybody. We are in a great show with our dear friend, and he has got an international business. And I'll never forget when I was sitting in a room, there were two guys in the room that I was in awe of, Armand and you. And the reason was, here's these two quiet guys. And Eric Worre put his hand on my shoulder and said, that guy over there. And he told me how much money you make, Jeff. And I about had a heart attack because you were sitting there as humble as anybody on the planet with your wife, Michelle. And there was Armand exactly the same way. And I realized just being my true self and doing what I do well, instead of trying to be you, Eric or Armand, I had a fighting chance of getting up the ladder and hang out with guys like you. And by God, it worked. And that was a mastermind with Eric. He didn't call it that. He called it the seven figure earners or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it was right before GoPro and you paid it a little money and you got to go if you could prove you made the dough. But I'm in awe of him because he's a quiet warrior that understands the game. So thank yeah. you. Tell us about the story about the lady from India and the, and the language situation. Well, 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 the thing is, like I said, uh, so to when you want to achieve a new rank, it's a matter of just getting talking to your leaders and getting down into their team and 
and finding people who have great potential. In this case, with this one particular leader, I had a conversation with and we got on and and then I so uh, and I, that's why I said, do you want to be more, become more, have more, do more? And the answer was yes. And so so then I said, OK, so then looking at uh, her rank potential, I said, OK, so why don't you set a goal for this, for your team volume to be 20,000 points? That's you know, that'll be good. So that was the plan. And that and so you got to know what everybody's going to do. It's like football. Everybody's got a position. Right. And and that's it. And then that's it. When, when it's game on. <clears throat> they got to perform and that's it. And then it's every day just talking to them, sometimes doing motivational talks, sometimes rank reviews. Sometimes I'll spend three hours just going over rank reports with leaders, talking to them. Who's this? Who's that? You know, get them on the Zoom. And 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 so but back to this girl, this woman from India, uh, uh, these are Chinese looking people. They're very interesting. She speaks Naga. That's her tribe. And her daughter speaks English, so she translates. So she knew the plan. Well, at, at the end of the month, uh, three days, yeah, there's three days left. And so she calls me up and she said, I've decided I'm, I'm going to blow past that rank. And I decided I'm going to go for this rank. Well, th th that rank was 100,000 points versus the 20,000 we talked about. And I said, um, uh, there's only three days left in the month. I, I don't, you know, we should have talked about this if that was your plan. And then she says, I know, but I want to do it. And I said, well, maybe you don't understand the compensation plan. She said, I understand it. Uh, let me put it this way. Your leaders would have to recruit. And I gave her a number and, the, and each person would have to join it at a $500 package. Do you really think you could do that? I'm the motivator, right? Right. And, and the daughter said to me, sir, you don't know my mother. When she makes up her mind, she does it. And I said, wow, of all people, I'm not going to be the one that discourages anyone. So sure, I, I'm going to cheer you on. Well, I called the company when the month was over. Did she make it? They said, did she make it? That was the fastest person ever hit that rank. And she did wow. it. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and the, and there were others in in India that did the same thing. Actually, it was quite amazing. And when they were talking to me about their goals, these were people that you know they they just they they just didn't play up. They never played up. But talking to them, getting on the Zoom calls, encouraging them, and all that, and working with them, just the fact that sometimes you have these conversations and you really show that you're interested in someone's success. All of a sudden, they start being something that they never were before. And but so, with your we, help, yeah, huh? With your help, what you're doing with that taproot system and going down there is letting people realize that there's an excuse to fail and there's a reason to be successful. And you're basically jumping in the foxhole with them, showing them the reason to be successful and that they can do it and not let that reason that maybe all their other uplines told them would could stop them. So you're basically just reaching down and there's a guy watching this show and he used to live in Tennessee. Good looking guy. Unbelievable. Big network marketer, lead salesman, thought leader, heavily involved with the ANMP. His name is Jay Napier. And Jay's going great guns and he's driving his car through an intersection and somebody came through and crashed him and he's never gotten out of the bed since out of the wheelchair since he is completely paralyzed. Mm -hmm. And now he's in a nursing home and he's mm -hmm. watching this show. And the reason he's watching this show is because he said, my body is beat to a pulp, but I'm still the same Jay and nothing's going to stop me from coming back. And he's making a comeback. And that's like the people in India and all these people that we say have no shot until they show us that we have no right telling anybody they don't have a shot because it's between God and what's in their heart, not that interviewing with the eyes. Right, Jeff? That's right. That's and right. that's all we do. And that's what you're doing. And that's what I love so much about you. It's unbelievable. And, and Jay, it's not your body, man. It's your heart. You know, that, that body's going to do what you decide to do. And so you definitely can do it. So, yep. yeah, that what a story you just told. But wow, man. Breaks your heart. 
It breaks your heart. Yeah. Innocent victim. Yeah. T-boned. New life. Never mm-hmm. gave up. That's what I love. And that's what I love about you. And I love, you know, look at your face. I mean, that hit you in the heart. You can feel his story. But that's the kind of person that you have to be in this business to make it because everybody else is sound bites, cliches, click, funnel, bot, all that horse manure. And here you are leading with your heart, not your head. And it's it, it's created massive wins for you. And you get to travel the world with that great wife of yours, right? That's right. Well, here's the thing. I didn't get in this to make double seven figures. Okay. I didn't do that. I got in this to make 5,000 a month. Yeah. (laughs) That was it. That was my goal. That would keep the wolves away. That means I didn't have to go get a job. And that was the thing you ever did in your whole business. Toughest thing you ever did in your whole business was go from one, from zero to 500 a month. That almost killed you, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And then 500 to 1,000, it got a little easier, but your wife was still looking at you going, really? You're you're gone every night to make $1,000 a month. Are you an idiot? And you go, yeah, I'm hanging out. And then that 1,000 to two starts to get a little bit easier because you've got some validation and some help. And then that two to five, it starts running. And then five, the party gets on and that ball starts rolling your way. But all of you, the work is at the beginning, not at the end. You you got some skills at the end. You got nothing going for you except an absolute fervent desire in that first thousand dollars to 2000 a month. And that's, that's where you live is taking those people and showing them it's possible. And then the comp plan and this magical business will take care of the rest, right? Yeah, that's right. And so when somebody says to me, what did you make your first month? I said, I don't know. I'm still making it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's- I mean, if you would have been there my first month and my wife laughed at me when she saw a couple of hundred dollars for that yep. month. And she says, well, at least we can go to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but now if you take my total earnings and divide it into years and then divide it into months, it's a whole different picture. Yeah. Right. And you're going to get, keep, keep getting paid long after you're, you're, you're going to get paid. Your wife's going to get paid. Cause she's what 30 years younger than you. I always say that you knew I was going to do it sooner or later. She's and not my, everybody. My wife, that's... my wife, she actually holds a high rank position in the company. She makes, you know, double six figures, you know, she does well. And, uh, but she couldn't tell you anything about the compensation plan. She's funny. No. She's all heart. She's a good person that just goes yeah. forward and keeps going and lets and makes the main thing the main thing. Yeah, Michelle's all heart. She's all. I heart. love that woman. I love. And her. So with me and her, it never was about the money, and we've never we're not brag. We don't brag, and you know, and you know, it's and even when people and when I go into a church and somebody says, "Well, you know, what do you do?" Yeah, network marketing. That's it. And I bought this church. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> get into it you know it's funny my sponsor one time we had dinner at a place and he says okay jeff here comes the waiter let me see you do your thing and i said i don't operate that way i don't there's a time i turn on there's a time i turn off and i'm off right now (laughs) so you you mentioned it a couple times now and so i want to you as you went and and stepped through moving to this new rank you went and you asked this series of questions Right to your leaders, where that that I can tell you that's the que- those are the questions. Where did those questions come from for you? Well, you know, you can't. I can't achieve a new rank without the permission of the leaders. I have to get their permission, basically. In other words, they have to engage because I, this. I'm not a Superman. I'm not like Richard Brooks, you know, wearing the Superman costume. <laughs> okay. I'm not Superman. So I know it, 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 it's a team effort. So I got to go down there. That's where it's coming from. I yeah. realize that I'm nothing like Tom said, I'm nothing without you. Okay. I'm nothing. So, and so that's it. I go down. And so, and, and the thing is, it's gotta be about them. It can't be about me. Yeah. So I've got to, I've got to find out what, what do you, are, are you happy where you are or do you want more? Do you want to be more? And when they said, no, I'd like to be more, I'd like to, yeah, okay, then all we got to do is do more then, okay? 
So that that's the thing. And then I got to find enough of them because one won't be enough, right? And that's it. And spending time and then, and it yeah it takes work, but uh, that's it. And that's and and that's lacking in network marketing with a lot of people. You know, they just don't communicate with their teams. They just see this money show up, you know, in their bank account. And they're like, oh, thank you, God. Well, you can thank God, but you need to thank your team too. Okay, <laughs> that's where your money came from. Was it came from your team? So uh, go thank them, and then uh, go find out what you can do to help them. And you know, a lot of it is just a lot of them don't have any confidence. I, I, the most powerful words that we can say to our uh, to an individual leader is, "I believe in you." I believe, no. and you got to say it from your heart. And That's when awesome. you when they hear that, it's like, "Oh my God." <laughs> Guess what? We get to take another break. We are so lucky. We're coming back right after this. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show on the Genesis Communication Network. Thank you, Ted Anderson. And please listen to the commercials. We got to stay on the air. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. That was great. Well done. All right. So we got one more break and, and one more segment here. So Jeff, I'm at you, 23%. I wonder if I had to tell my wife I need a charger. <laughs> no, you're going to make it. Yeah, you're good. You got t- 10 total okay. minutes left to go. Okay. Home stretch here. Okay. So, Jeff, you, you've done this a long time. You've shown a lot of people and invested and mentored a lot of people. How important is relationship building? How important is follow up? How important is it to be a professional when it comes to how you go, how you go about your business of building relationships? Well, it, it, it's very important because it's it's that's what drives this whole thing is relationships. It's the sticky stuff, you know, that we create. If we create the sticky stuff, they stay with you for a lifetime. Uh, but if we don't create that, then, you know, it's like somebody said to me once, people will come to you for money. They'll join you for money. But what keeps them is being appreciated. And I never forgot. That. I never forgot that. So you just, you know, so I'm the kind of guy that I'll be very happy to get off the stage, go and take a seat and cheer everybody on, you know, to go across the stage, you know. So I'm just that guy. And I did that. Matter of fact, on that, that month I qualified for that top rank, there was a lady that was never really recognized. I knew her potential and she achieved a major rank position, major. And the president CEO saw how everyone, you know, when we got on a zoom, we had hundreds in, in her team and they saw how they were praising her and all that. And I said, I'm so glad they're praising her and not me. I'm so glad. And man, uh, he gave you know her some you know very special uh, things he did to show that uh, appreciation. So yeah, some companies just don't understand it. I mean, we understand that companies recognize results, but we right. as leaders have to recognize effort. There you go. It's a good call. Yeah. In the name of the game, I talk about this as a lot as. Don't put $100,000 worth of recognition on $1,000 worth of effort. And don't put $1,000 worth of recognition on $100,000 worth of effort. You got to put them in proportion to each other. And lots of, it's, you know, if you're in the cool kids club, a lot of times you're going to get all the recognition. And then there's guys out there like quiet warriors like you that don't even get a phone call and that makes me crazy and I have to look in the mirror at that all the time and make sure I'm recognizing right behavior so that's a tip but you're in a commercial so what else what else yeah no I I think that what you said is so true I I love the the sticky stuff right like what we're what is going to make you successful long term in this business is to create the sticky stuff because if you you know think of how many companies come and go with big promises and big money and all momentum. And this is the ground floor and all, all those games. And there's always going to be the next, you know, you can be that for a minute, but you can't be that for long, even if you ever are. And somebody else is going to come along and be that. 
And so if you want to build something that's going to last, you got to do the sticky stuff. You got to build relationships. You got to remember true. people's stories. And that's what contact mapping. And that's is. the thing. When you go 22 years in a team like I've got, unfortunately, some of your best leaders die. Yeah. And then that's very problematic. And we're an older team now. We're not a younger team. We're an older team. So it's, it's, it's draw, it's duplicating, drawing, you know, younger people. It's so important. Yeah. All right. Hold on one sec. And we're back. It is an, oh, this show went by so fast. Don't you it love is. this guy? I absolutely do. What do you want to ask him to get the heck out of here? <laughs> so Jeff, I, I love the, you just are such a big hearted guy. And I just think I, I'm continually amazed not that, you know, your, your wife, Michelle is, is from Southeast Asia. So that, like, it makes sense to me. I can understand the connection to maybe the Chinese market or, or to certain markets, but you have, you know, branched out all over the world, all different languages, all different cultures, and you have really learned people. And what, what do you think people can learn from those experiences across these cultures about what, what are the unifying things that make people tick that work no matter what culture you're in? Yeah, it's uh, just what we talked about, creating the sticky stuff in relationships. It's nobody knows how much you care or no, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. There we go. Yeah. And that you have a personal interest. And so, as a matter of fact, I remember my first international trip to Seoul, Korea, and it was I had never been outside the United States. And here I'm, you know, in Seoul, Korea and I'm meeting a doctor. And it's a very they're very different people. They're very, uh, you know, business minded. And first thing he wanted to do is he had those poker eyes, want to sit down, talk business. And I thought, oh, crap, I hate this stuff anyway. And I said to him, you know, I, I want to do that with you and I want to talk to you and answer your questions. But. Here's what I'd rather do. I'd rather go to dinner with you, go out in the city and you take me to some special place I'm paying and I want to get to know you. Is that okay? Can we do that? And he looked at me, he said, okay. <laughs> so yeah. we, and I'm going to tell you after that night, we were best friends. That's so but awesome. if I would have got right into business, 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 it just, you can't build a relationship like that. And so once we got the, the, you know, I created the sticky stuff, put some grease in the wheel, then I was able to talk to him and, and that was it. And that was, and next thing I know, I'm traveling with him and his Audi going all over the Korea Peninsula, different towns and cities, and I'm doing meetings and he's translating in Korean. And I said, isn't this crazy? I mean, before I used to mop floors at night, I was a struggling networker and here I'm in, you know, South Korea and I'm teaching people about network marketing and, and all this. I said, this is totally insane. <laughs> but I went from, and when I flew to Taiwan, I didn't know one single soul. I don't know Mandarin, can't read it, can't speak it, nothing. And I went, flew in there and not knowing what the heck I was going to do. And before long, what I was doing, I started building a team. I well. Long story short, went down to the new skin building. A guy comes up, speaks to me in English. And I said, you speak English. That's awesome. I have some questions. Do they have a network marketing magazine that networkers read? Yeah. He said, yeah. Could you take me there? Could you help me get, get a phone? Could you help me? You know, we had lunch together, you know, and then he helped me do all those things. I said, hey, do you need some side money? I said that you could help me when I get these calls do the, you know, when I do the presentation, you translate. How about that? He was that, well, you know, I'm doing new skin. I said, yeah, yeah, you do new skin. No problem. But just help me out. And he said, yeah, sure. I'll help you out. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm hopping planes, trains, and taxi cabs all over Taiwan, building a team, met my wife in a piano bar. She's singing Nat King Cole. And I go up to her. I said, do you know what you're singing about? She said, no. <laughs> I said, well, you sound, oh, you're, you sound great. You know, I said, do you have a card? <laughs> so I, I got a wife out of the deal. And she asked me, what do you do? I said, oh, I'm just a businessman. Wowie. I, I said, I'm just That's a businessman. Beautiful story. Jeff, we love you. You're welcome back here anytime. Absolutely. You're a role, 
you're younger than me, but you're like a role model to me. I mean, I'm telling you, I want to be like you when I grow up. Uh, you're just so <laughs> true story. You're so rock solid. And We're it's so just who you are as a dad, uh, everything about you. And I want everybody to understand he came from nothing like me. And all he had was this gift of desperation and a love of people and a realization that if he loved enough people, it was going to work out. And that's what happened. So please, 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 everybody take his story. Take Jay Napier's story. Take Corinne Love's story and go out there, count your blessings and know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Jeff, uh, so you want, no, we talked a little bit about this earlier in the show. Jeff has an incredible book on network marketing called Reaching the Peak. How else can folks connect with you, Jeff, to, uh, that, to stay uh, in touch? Well, my, my youngest son says I need to stay with Facebook, not TikTok. He said Facebook's for <laughs> old people. So yeah. I guess you can find me on Facebook. There you go. Jeff Alt Gilbers on Facebook. You want to follow, you know, Jeff, your, your background, your, that room you're in is so cool. And I always, I, I, ha, I was like, I know that's your house, but I wonder if it's a green screen sort of deal and you're actually like in an office or something. And that's just the background of your house. And it's been so fun watching the, the sun go down. Yeah. You. We watched the sunset that over your shoulder. Cool. Yeah. And that's the mountains, the great smoky mountains national park back there. Well, if you ever have any, you know, you could invite us out. We have no life. Hey, you come. I mean, Ray Higdon and his wife has been here. And matter of fact, we had a lot of leaders from different companies. We had a big party here once. Oh, my matter gosh. Matter of fact, it's funny. You come to my house, you're going to wonder what company I'm in because I got so many different networking products in my house. Well, <laughs> we love you, man. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Okay. Thanks. Yes, sir. Love all what of you. What a great guy. Next week, Dr. Benjamin Hardy. It is going to be a fantastic show. You don't want to miss. Yeah. You wait to, and if you don't haven't read who, not how go buy that book, everybody, it will blow your mind. So we'll see you all next week. I think it's going to be called the network marketing leadership show, but it might not be. We'll see you later. Mm -hmm.